Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of the pod, guys. Down here with Date. What up, Date? Hey, 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 what's going on? I hope you guys enjoyed the live stream there that we just did about 45 minutes long down here in Nate's Tavern in the basement. We're watching UFC uh, with uh, Nate Diaz and Tony Ferguson. It's going to be a kick this off. Today's episode, I guess, is going to... We're going to talk a little bit about uh, Nick's uh, time as a parking meter maid. Meter maid, as you could say. Yep, my days of when I was uh, a meter maid. And is there a way, Nathan, that you may be able to get yourself out of a parking ticket? I don't know. Maybe I can tell the secrets. So the situation is... I'm driving uptown, okay? I'm parked. So is this from like a human standpoint, like a civilian, or from from a meter maid standpoint? standpoint. What are you going to do? Well, unfortunately, you're parked in a Lotus, and do you have commercial plates? I do not. Okay, sir. Well, is it the weekend? Uh, It's Wednesday. Uh, Are the hours between 8 and 5? It's about 4.30. That's pushing it, but if I combine, there's a truck that needs to get in. You're probably going to get a ticket, so... What do you mean you're going to give your your brother a ticket? Well, I mean, if I knew you and it was your vehicle, probably not. So, see, that's the thing what everyone gets. It pays to know the meter man. It pays no to meter, man. All right, all right. We just got done watching some USC fights here. A little comedy there. Watching a little bit more. Some prelims going on here. It's a Saturday evening. Uh, we're talking a little bit about uh, uh, Nick's job as a parking meter guy. Um, Nick, previous so... Previous job. His previous job, excuse me. Sorry, as a parking meter guy. Um, Nick, what are some of the... Like, do you have any cool stories, some cool encounters as a... Uh, and I don't want to call you a parking meter I mean, a parking maid. What was your job title, and what are some stories that you've encountered, and how long were you a parking uh, dude? Well, I was a parking dude for about a year and a half, I would say, or maybe maybe a little less, probably about uh, 13, 14 months, and uh, I did that in the Uptown Core. Uh, got a lot of steps in man so that that was a bonus and a perk to the job you know you got a lot i would say i probably walked about a thousand steps in a day and then you don't account for when you go home and you have to walk and do whatever you're doing with your social life and your friends and stuff um you know as far as crazy stories goes i got a few i mean how crazy are we getting here well i mean okay i mean you know you ever watch parking wars the show yeah like- so how how bad has somebody cursed you out let me know I've watched Parking Wars, and yes, it is exactly how you think it is. Um, Parking Wars is fairly similar to the job. I mean, it's I would often walk uptown, and people would just yell at me, Parking Wars! And it's like, oh, man, like, hey, how you doing? So, uh, it'll get pretty crazy there um, at times, for sure. So, they would actually yell, Why? <laughs> I don't know, man, because some people, like, maybe they thought we had body cams on or something. They must have just wanted to be famous, but he'd be traveling down during the ticket. And the biggest thing, I think, that the best one we always got was, get a real job. Okay, well, you probably had a real job there. You probably had some real benefits as a parking guy. To yeah, me, yeah, to yeah. me, the average person saying that is just a disobedient prick. Well, we won't go that far because as a public figure and someone who uh, is out in the, in the media and there's a lot of cell phones out there nowadays, you can't necessarily call someone a prick, but I'm glad you did. A disobedient 
E-H-A-N, a disobedient prick. That's Nathan. He's a prick. Nathan, you're a prick? Oh, you just called yourself a prick? Pay your parking, people. Anyways, no, uh, I would say one of the most craziest things is if we're running it crazy here, if we're talking, uh, I remember it was probably mid, mid-February. mid It was cold out, so, like, you know, you don't want, you're walking your beat. You're coming down. I was coming down on Jermaine Street, and uh, in between the two barbershops there, there's uh, a parking lot. I don't know if you know that, Nathan. You can cut down from King Street, walk down the set of stairs behind the Wave and behind Tim Hortons, all that stuff. Yeah, I believe so. I think I... You know, when I when when parking uptown to me, you know, I understand the rules. I get it, okay. You got to be disciplined. You got to understand. We're we're not talking about your job here, in terms of we're not dissing your job. You did a great job as a professional, okay. But so so yeah. So tell me a little bit story. Sorry to go off topic here. Man. We're using the mini mic for some reason. It's just that we have. We're going to have a better setup here soon. But to continue my story before he went off topic, I was working in between Jermaine Street. And I came on down. Uh, I got a call over my handheld radio. Not the one that, you know, you wear over your back with the long cord. But it looked like a cell phone. That's what we always scan the plates with and stuff. It said that someone is blocking a driveway. So I arrive on scene and there is two ladies there. And there was also an angry, uh, there was a plumber who was angry. And this plumber was not having any of it. So when I walked on scene, I said, well, who owns these vehicles? We might have to tell him. Well, he did not, he had no time. So the buddy came down, he started screaming. We had a little bit of a screaming match. And uh, it was the middle of winter here in February. He picked up a ice ball and said he was going to smack me with it. That was probably as crazy as it got. Um, you know, I'll just decide, I don't know what the company name was, but whatever, it's a long time ago, and, uh, funny story, just, and if you want to hear the end of that story, I remember coming back to work thinking I was going to get fired for, uh, shouting back at him, but, uh, the guy ended up having to write me an apology letter, so, uh, it worked out in my favor. Uh, I apologize for dropping the mic there, it is a mini mic, so it, uh, but I think the quality sounds a little better, um. Yeah, man, that sounds like you're a calm, cool, and collective during that time. Um, I mean, I can't imagine being a person who has to issue tickets consistently. But, uh, you know, um, and being out in the cold, right? Like, like that's, you know, but you you held your own as a person of... Uh, out in the public and did a good job. I think I've seen you out in the streets a few times. You were very professional and so nick i think as um what do you what what was your favorite from that job that you liked or is it just was it just a job it was just a job but i mean the free parking was nice i could go uptown and not get ticketed because i was the ticket man so that was nice and i could know because i could tell the other ticket mans where i'm parked and they would have give me a ticket that was kind of nice but uh you know it was a job and uh the exercise was good on a hot summer day you go uptown to get cruise ship passengers passing by uh you know you deal with people that yell at you right and complain about you to the city but i mean hey i mean someone's always got something to complain about so uh what's it matter how many talking kilos or are we talking live <laughs> like, like you know i i uh, i don't know man i was definitely probably some of my best like my best uh 
I was in my best shape at the time. Like, how many steps do you think you put in? How how many steps do you think you put in a day? Uh, you had to put your face into the mic here. Uh, yes, how many steps did I put in a day? Well, I was just saying this earlier. I was probably about more than a thousand. I I met my daily quota. So around four o'clock each day, I get the notification saying, "Ding ding ding, you met your daily quota." What was your daily quota? Well, you know, I finished the day off about fifteen thousand steps. I mean, it's pretty good for an average person. Not for me. I had buns of steel walking up King Street for a living. <laughs> How many hills did you walk? Oh, many, many. You know what uptown looks like. There's lots of hills up there. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so you're a guy who worked uptown, and that's mainly where the parking beats are. Was there anything? Where's your favorite restaurant to eat uptown when you're up there as a parking meet? McDonald's, because that's all I can afford because they paid me like shit. Um, McDonald's, okay. McDonald's is no longer uptown. It's crazy to believe, but um, that's pretty cool. You never stopped anywhere else? Tim Hortons? Tim Hortons, okay. I'm sure you walked around with coffee in the morning, did you? Many times. How else am I supposed to warm these little hands up? Very true, it's cold, so you could probably want a hot chocolate, your coffee drinker, are you? Uh, I used to be a coffee drinker, but I don't drink coffee now because instantly, when, as soon as I take that first couple gulps, I have to find a toilet and it goes down one end and out the other. So, in your boot and out your shoe. In my boot and out my shoe, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Alright, so, you know, have you had some good encounters? You'd be, you know, working... Working on the streets a lot, you probably come across some cruise ship passengers and people that would ask you some questions. Have you met some cool people? Oh yeah, I mean it's not all sunshine and rainbows for sure, but I mean, I definitely met uh, a few people who said, you know, it's a thankless job, and they're right, it's a thankless job. And for you guys that are still out there working for the commission, uh, you know, I hope you're not too much of a dick, and I hope you know you're doing your job with a smile on your face every day. Uh, shout out to Big Mike, Big Mike, everyone knows Big Mike with the parking uptown. I believe I actually seen online that he got an award the other day. I don't know if he's still working up there or not, but uh, good for you, man. Everybody knows that. Commission was an alright job, and I feel like you know uh, it was very thankful or thank thankless one. And if they didn't pay dog crap, I probably would have stayed. But um, yeah, you know, you meet a lot of good people, uh, especially with the ships, and for sure. And um, you know, a lot of homeless people uptown there, pretty nice to me too. They always ask me for change. Sometimes I give them some change out of the meter because you'd walk up to the meter and you'd find uh, you know fifty, seventy-five cents. That well, what are you going to use it for, right? No, absolutely, Nick, and you're a very kind guy, so, you know, I take it that uh, I'm sure you're very obedient when you could be. I'm sure there's some times that you, uh, <laughs> you, but it is, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's good, it's a good. People st- get very defensive over their property, so if you are writing a ticket or even touching their vehicle, they're going to make a stink, and I found, especially when you had to tow someone, it was the worst feeling ever, but you want to do it quickly so you can get out of there so they can't do it again. That's right, yeah, I couldn't imagine. Um, so you've worked, you know, you've in that line of work, you've, you've kind of come through there, I mean, you've done lots of security obviously with the pandemic that's come through that was probably difficult obviously i think uh it was a free-for-all for parking and the uh oh geez big punch there not to cut the off topic looked like he got hit in the jewels there hitting the jewels picket and i can't pronounce his name nick tylunium tylim 
There's a plus 14 going here, so there's a, it looks like there's an official timeout for the uh, you know, the card here. This is UFC 269, is it? I don't know. There's so many of them. Uh, absolutely. This is uh, Nate Diaz and Tony Ferguson carried it. It was originally... Uh, oh, he clipped his little bird real hard. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if the boys wear cups or not, but that was... Uh, cup check. Yeah, cup check for sure, for sure. Um, yeah. but no, Nick, I think, uh, I think, you know, you had the opportunity during the pandemic to, um, take a different aspect on, on your job because everybody did, I think, take a change out of the COVID-19 situation. They're resuming the fight here. So that's good. Buddy's jewels are okay. Um, but, um, what, where as yourself, you had a chance to, I guess, work security in a way, where were you and what did you do? Apparently, you have to regulate during COVID times how many people could go to the grocery store. So I was the automatic door opener. The automatic door opener. Yes, yes, I recall that. Remember, you're lining up. You line up, I think, with like 50 people in line. They only let like 10 people in the store at a time. That was a little bit of a crazy time, you know. But a big shift in, in from what you were doing from the streets on to, on to, to going to a grocery store. But, I mean, they kept you working, so that was positive. Very positive. I mean, a lot of people lost their jobs in that time, and I was thankful to be in the public sector and uh, work around uh, protecting people and serving the people. And, uh, you know, safety never takes a holiday. That is right, Paul Blart. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I can't imagine just uh, being, just, um, you know, how calm you have to actually be in. You know, I've worked some jobs where, you know, I've, I've come from myself like a, I'm like more of a carpenter's background, more of a construction background, but um, I've worked in customer service as well. So I would assume that um, I would would say that customer service is probably a similar deal to what you were doing as a parking meter guy. And, um, you know, I think that uh, myself, I remember working jobs where you'd, you'd have to work with some guys who want more and things quickly as like i think i was a warehouse associate one time and um people would be like demanding them what they wanted on you right so like yeah. a, like you probably come across a lot of that too in your job oh hell yeah and i mean like you know it's not just me like shout out to the office when i worked there like the girls uh they're off there they would always take the phone calls from our from our wrath so uh, then you'd come back on your lunch break and you'd be getting the old slap on the wrist about how you need to uh be a better person or a better agent, I guess. Uh, but, yeah, you know, it was one of those jobs where it was very thankless. And, and I'm trying to think of some more funny stories here. Maybe as we keep rolling, I'll be able to tell you. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was kind of funny. I, I actually think that uh, there was one, too. Is like I remember that we owed the garages. So and, uh, we were up there. There was a seagull. And this seagull was a, like, it was a dumb seagull. It was trying to come in the lobby, and it kept banging its head off of the, uh, and pecking his, his beak off of the window, and I think we called him Steven, uh, Steven Seagal, you get it? Steven Seagal was kind of funny, but, uh, yeah, he... Steven Seagal, I remember that, uh, so this was up in one of the parking garages, wasn't it? Peel Plaza. Peel Plaza parking garage. Yeah. So, you know, those seagulls are pretty dumb, they hate bright things, I think, they, you guys, maybe have to black out the window or something, was he pecking the glass or something like that? 
I don't know what it was, but I think he was just dodo-brained, and he was just trying to see his reflection in the mirror. So every time he, like, would come down, he'd fly down, he'd try to fly into, like, the doors. And then he'd just sit out there. And at the time, I would always go visit, uh, there were, we had, like, uh staff members posted up there at the time so we would go in there and visit them and we'd just watch them and he'd just peck the glass and just be stupid because this was during COVID times and uh, <laughs> yeah it was kind of funny man like Steve the Seagull he was uh, he was a dink and I wonder what he's up to nowadays I kind of miss that little feller Steven Seagull Steven Seagull <laughs> that's awesome um yeah no I mean off topic away from uh Away from the 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 your job as a parking meter guy, that was. Let me talk about what's going on, man. Like, how, like you know what I mean. Like, well, let me talk about what's going on. Like, uh, you know, I don't know about you, Nathan, but I I've been reading a lot lately and trying to train my brain. Uh, just yesterday, <laughs> I went to the gym and I was able to get a good workout in, and I, now I'm trying to eat a little healthier. I just felt like in the last two months, like mentally like my head's kind of went a little sideways so especially with the pod i haven't really been thinking hard about it but like and how we can do a lot of this but uh you know like i just feel like i'm getting on a good on track on a good routine uh right now and like a lot of things seem to be flying my way like uh what about yourself man like i you reading anything good you watching any good shows or anything like that um not really reading um i do pick a good book up once in a while i will go to the you know if i see uh, something that piques my interest um i will uh i will do that um you know i think just more of the lines of uh just getting out in the summer just uh just you know just trying to i mean the summer's over now we're into the fall now we're heading yeah. to, we're gonna be we're heading you know towards halloween and all those fun things and i'm looking forward towards that stuff thanksgiving will be on its way and um you know uh but just enjoying life i guess getting back to post-covid stuff just trying to just trying to you know getting out to events and stuff i think i've really i've lived up to my personal expectations of what i could have done this summer yeah. and um you know and enjoying my time in that terms of things but you know um i think uh life's like a book and you gotta read it too so you know yeah. you gotta you gotta live that to its fullest too but i mean nick you said you've been reading some books what have you been reading uh, so I'm on my second right now, and I probably have about, I'd say, two chapters left, so I'll finish that tomorrow, likely, because it's late here, I won't go home and probably read, I want to hop right back a bit, because I work, but uh, the first book was called Boy in the Woods, and it was, uh, situated in Europe, uh, during the, uh, World War II, uh, boy survived the Holocaust, uh, and it's a true story, so if you're ever looking to, you know, read a true heart uh story about what happened like you know people like to say that that stuff never happened like the holocaust didn't exist you know and uh it did and like it's scary to think that uh you know one race one uh particular like um color of skin or just anything like you know and there's a lot of prejudiced people out there and uh you know in this book it did talk a lot about that but I just talked about how the boy survived and uh, how he made it out of the woods that's where he hid I'm on to a couple wrestling books now. Uh, I bought the uh, the Shawn Michaels. It's called Wrestle for My Life. So the Shawn Michaels book, and that's about how Shawn basically was addicted to pills and like an alcoholic could go down the wrong path to the point where he'd black out drunk and not remember what happened the night before. And he had a kid, and he wanted to change his life. And uh, so his kid wouldn't see him in that state. So that's pretty good. And I haven't read the next one. The next one's all about Vince McMahon. It's called... Uh, 
I think it's called Sex, Lies, and Body Slams. So that's about uh, Vince's uh, little ordeal that's going on right now that he can't, uh, you know, that he can't currently be the chairman, uh, and that's why he's not involved in WWE right now. So I am looking forward to that. I should be starting that tomorrow. I'm hoping that uh, you know, good reads, man. And uh, you know, I don't. I've just been training my bo- like my body, my mind, and everything, like because I've been in a little mental fog, man. Like, and I think that goes back to about you know in my professional career where I didn't get a put the position uh, that I was. Uh, applied for granted I've been there two years and you know I just feel like I kept telling myself I'm not good enough to be in that position and uh, you know it's crazy because mental health is crazy like if you're not taking care of yourself and you're not speaking about it like especially nowadays you know it could take you down a very dangerous path so you know and I'm not trying to be no Patty Pimmit here but I'm just saying if like you are going through something you gotta speak to people and uh and help yourself, but uh, you know, I've been reading, I've been training the brain, I've been getting in there, and uh, it's been nice. So, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mental health is is on a strong suit for sure. You know, um, I can hear you, man. Everyone has their struggles for sure. So, um, we just watch a little bit of watch a little bit of fight here. That's a pretty good uh, throwdown here. Um, you know, I'm sure those guys struggle with some mental health too, but. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's tough, man. Everybody battles with their their own demons and away. Everybody, you know, but you find that comfort to uh, something that takes you away from that, man. So you know, if reading a book is is ultimately something that takes that mental health struggle away from you, man, that's a good thing too. Yeah. And um, you know, for me, you know, I love playing. Sometimes I love playing the sport of ball hockey, man. You release a lot of energy and a lot of thoughts out there and <coughs> excuse me um a lot of things for sure so yep and i don't think it's necessarily for me it's uh takes it away it's just a distraction and it's how you can uh how you can distract yourself to uh from those negative thoughts and what's going on in your mind it takes a while to get out of that funk but when you can do it man it is a great feeling i'm not saying everybody can do it but uh, find something you love chase after what you want and i know it's completely off topic here from the episode but uh you know just and have fun with life man and realize that it's very short yeah that is that's for sure um you always got something in your life you got to keep yourself driving for sure so um you know again guys thank you for listening absolutely we appreciate the support we uh you know, uh, sometimes we believe that nobody's listening to us, and we go back and we we hear people who are uh, on the streets. You know, we run into people. Man, I love the podcast. You know, yeah. uh, we were at the, at a show the other day, and we had someone come up to us. Boys, they've been following the podcast. We enjoy it, man. I love listening to it. Love hearing it. So, you know, um, that that's going, that man. keeps us going. That drives you too, man. You know, it's uh, you start something, you don't want to finish at the end, so. So that's uh, that's ultimately what we uh, we drive for here. We try to ain't nowhere to go but the top, bro. Absolutely, man. We try to try to create some great content here, some good topics, and um, you know I think that we're only going to continue to grow at this and get better. And I hope that you listen to us on Apple Podcast and Spotify for sure. And wherever you find your podcast, uh, we might want to mention that this episode is brought to you by McLean's Projects uh, for all your home improvements needs and renovations. You uh, can contact uh, Nate or Nick at uh, McLean's Projects, and I'm sure that we will be able to frame up some 
projects and uh, get you in a good position for sure. A free estimate, of course. And, uh, you know, uh, if you are looking for some podcast merchandise, we do have some merchandise on the runs here soon. Uh, t-shirts, the podcast t-shirt. Uh, Nick is calling it the... Cats sp- Meow. Cats Meow. So uh, we do appreciate every listener and every second and engagement that you give us on social media. Thank you very much for listening. Yeah, thank you guys, and uh, until next time, we'll hope to see you there. Uh, see, uh, we hope that you'll keep seeing double. Cheers, my friends, and keep seeing double. <laughs>